Maybe you've noticed it, maybe you haven't, but what I've seen over the years, you guys, is that your energy has a profound impact on the results that you get in your heart-centered business. So yes, we need strategy, we need um, all the tools and systems, but on the other end of that spectrum, there is your energy, your magnetism, the way that you show up, what you have a capacity to hold space for, and so much more. So on today's show, this is actually a Facebook Live I did recently in the Rock Your Purpose Facebook community. So if you're not a member already, just go to emilyperry.com group to join. And we're talking all about magnetism and how your energy impacts the results in your soul business. So again, this is a live stream recording and I'm so excited to share it with you. And one thing I wanted to mention before we hop into it is that Magnetic, my soul business accelerator for heart-centered leaders. It's open for enrollment for a limited time. We have two things happening that are super special for 48 hours. So as this goes live on Tuesday, March 9th, you've got 48 hours to join us for the early bird bonuses. And there's some amazing bonuses in there. And you can head over to emilyperry.com slash magnetic early bird to see all of the, the happenings there. But there are some special early bird 48 hour only bonuses there for you. And then the second thing happening is that we've opened the doors at the founder's rate. So this is the only time Magnetic will be offered at this rate. And Magnetic is again, it's a sole business accelerator for heart-centered entrepreneurs. So we take you through the journey, the pathway, this, the framework that I've seen work time and time again, weaving together you know, intentional embodied manifestation, energetic strategies, and soul aligned systems and strategies that we've seen work. <laughs> so if you're ready to create a soul infused, heart centered business, where you go from being the best kept secret to the magnetic luminary that's just attracting soulmate clients, that's selling out, booking out, and thriving, magnetic is for you. So just head to emilyperry.com slash magnetic early bird to claim your spot in this 48 hour only offer. So I hope to see you there. Okay, let's hop into the episode. You're listening to the Rock Your Purpose podcast, home of the Live Awake Collective. This is a place to find inspiration and life-changing tools to awaken your authentic self and activate your purpose. I'm your host, Emily Perry, an inspirational speaker and international teacher, and I'm here to take you behind the scenes in creating your own purpose revolution. So get ready to rock your purpose, lead your community, and manifest your vision for your life. Welcome to the journey. Let's dive in. Um, welcome, I'm Emily, as you probably know, and if you're joining us here live, just pop us a little comment in the comments so I know that you're here. Um, I might not be able to see your name um, in terms of who commented right now, but when I look back in, I'll be able to see who's, who it was, unless you want to put your name in the comment. Uh, so welcome. We're talking today about being magnetic and how your energy impacts your heart-centered business. So I'm so excited for this conversation today. And I just want to, oh good, looks like some people are live with us. So awesome sauce. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Yay. Okay. Awesome. So it's all flowing. So 
I want to talk today about your energy and how your energy impacts your soul business and how your energy impacts your life, actually. So we're going to be diving into that and tell you a little bit about how I kind of came to this understanding in my own work, my own life, and so much more. So welcome. Welcome, welcome. If you're here live, just pop us a comment or pop, pop up an emoji. And if you have a cup of tea, cup of coffee, whatever you've got, I've got a matcha latte going on here. As you know, many of you know I'm obsessed with matcha. <laughs> All right. So welcome. So I wanted to talk today about you and your energy, again, and how it impacts your heart-centered business. And as a lot of you guys know, the work I do, it sort of has two prongs to it. It has two wings, as I like to say. There's the energetics wing, right? Our energy mastery. And then there is the soul-aligned, purpose-aligned strategy, the, the action, aligned actions that we take. Oh, good. Thumbs up. Yay. I'm glad you're here. And so there's these two sort of wings to the work that I do and how I train people and how I support people. And it's because I've seen in my own journey, in my own life, and with working my, with my own clients, with, with teacher trainees and all the people I've worked with over the years, how we need both of these, right? Here's the thing. <laughs> if all the strategies were just all you needed, you would be doing the thing right now, right? If it was just about strategy, you'd be able to just go on YouTube watch all the videos and hey, you're done. <laughs> You've got it. You've got the strategies. Now we just have to take action, right? But actually the action taking can be the place where all of our limiting beliefs show up, right? All of our blocks show up and a lot of our inner barriers to expansion appear, right? This is where we start to um, hold ourselves back, right? So we hold ourselves back energetically, Right, because we have these subconscious patterns that are happening. So I want to talk a little bit today about, about this and about you becoming magnetic, you being the, the one that's really shining bright and attracting your soulmate clients to you and your work. And it's really magical when it does happen and it feels like magic, but it's really just you getting in full alignment, right? And you really just tapping into what's possible for you. So I wanted to just back up a bit, and many of you probably heard this podcast episode, but if you haven't, there's an episode on the Rock Your Purpose podcast all about this, about that moment in which I kind of made a pivot or um, made a big change in my business. I'll take a cup of, a little sip of tea here. And in that episode, I talk about, there's this moment that happened for me where I was I was standing in front of the studio door, this yoga studio door, and you know, I'm a yoga teacher, um, and I was about to go in, and I'm sitting there looking at a poster for an event that I had coming up at the studio, and I, I just, I stopped for a minute, and it was like one of those moments when you pause, but it's like a deep pause, and it's one of those moments when you realize that like everything's going to change from this point on, when you realize that what has been going on, what has been happening so far hasn't been working and how you need to make a big deep shift. So at that point, when that happened, when I'm standing there at that, at that studio door looking at my poster, 
I realized that I had been in that same position before. I had been standing there in front of a, a studio window, actually this other time, looking at a poster of, for me in a, a workshop I was doing. And in both of these incidences, it was one of those moments where they had changed my workshop and my language so that the description of the workshop and the language I was using so that it matched more of what they wanted, right? And it wasn't really me anymore. In fact, in one of those posters that was up, they even took me off the poster. They didn't even have my name on it. And it was my idea, right? It was my idea for a regular event that was gonna be happening at the studio. And they just totally extracted me from it, right? And it was one of those moments where it was like, first of all, you know, you have those feelings of like, oh, well, what, what I was gonna do wasn't good enough. Like, then you still wanna co-opt it, you know? And also that feeling of like, here I was kind of already at that point just to get that workshop up. It was like, I was already kind of changing it and like changing myself to fit their model, changing myself to fit what I thought they wanted. And then they still changed it even more after that. And so it was that feeling of like, I had been dimming my light for so long that um, I was kind of resentful, right? Because it was like, I don't know if this makes sense to you, but I've been dimming myself for so long to fit their mold, but then that wasn't even what they wanted. And so it was like this feeling of like, don't you even see what I've, how I've changed and shifted myself and, and bent myself and contorted myself to fit your idea. And then you st still not good enough. And what I realized was that, that that resentment was like, it was my, it was me. It was me making that choice to dim myself when I shouldn't have been. I was giving away my power, you know? And so it was that moment of like realization of like the reason why things weren't working in these places. It was because I was dimming my light that I wasn't really being able to express myself in the way that I felt called to express myself, which would have attracted, you know, my, my, my soulmate clients or, you know, my dream students or, or whatever it was. And it's just this moment when you realize that like you've been changing yourself to fit someone else's idea for so long. And then you realize that's why things aren't working, right? The energy of those posters was not me. And I can no longer pretend <laughs> that that's what I wanted or that's who I was. And so it was one of those moments standing at that door where I realized, number one, I had to make a shift and a change so that I could be more authentically me. Number two, I had to change the way I was expressing because what was happening is this idea of, um, of being in congruence. And so I've, a lot of you have probably heard me talk about this before. Um, this idea that, um, our inner experience matches our outer expression. That's when we're congruent, right? And when we're not congruent, when we're incongruent, it's when there is a mismatch. So the way you feel like people see you in the world, your energy, the way you express yourself, you don't feel like you, they see you as you really are. There's this mismatch between how people are perceiving you and seeing you and how you feel on the insides. And so this is when I really started to dive more into my own energy work and my own inner practices because 
I knew that I couldn't live with that incongruence anymore, right? I wanted there to be a match between how I felt on the inside and how I expressed myself in the world. So that when people saw my posters, for example, they're like, yeah, that looks like her, that feels like her. When they show up to the workshop, it's really clear who I am, what my energy is. And I feel like a lot of us as entrepreneurs, um, we get... Um, we, we find ourselves kind of contorting ourselves to fit certain ideas. And what happens when we do that, when we change our marketing message to better fit what we think people want, is we lose the energy, right? We lose our authenticity. We lose like the subconscious energy that's behind the work. Does that make sense? You lose that authentic, like your like, special magnetism, right? Because you've kind of changed things to better fit what you think people want. And so I dove into energy work for myself and really, um, I had already been doing a lot of meditation and breath work, but I really started to like step into a new role in it in that it was like energetic training for myself. We're going to talk about why, right? And I also started to connect my work to that energy more, meaning like when I was creating a workshop and I was designing it, I was like in the energy I wanted people to feel. I was really clear on like how I wanted people to feel when they were in that experience, right? I was really clear on like how I wanted my messaging to come out, meaning like I wanted people to read the email and feel like they heard me talking and not someone else. <laughs> so go ahead, drop me an emoji here and let me know if you've ever been in a situation where you felt like you had to change the way you were expressing yourself or the way you were um, just showing up in your life or in your work to better fit what you thought people wanted or perceived, you know, what you perceived that they wanted. Because I just want to hear like if you guys have been there with me. <laughs> I know I've been there a lot. So after that moment, you know, I started to really make those changes in terms of like training myself energetically, um, connecting again, this, my inner connection to my vision and my power, connecting that to my soul business more, like making it more explicit right? So using energetic practices to get clarity in my business, like weaving everything together, infusing energetics into my heart center business, right? So not, not just having a conscious business, but also having a conscious business that's infused with my energy and my values and my beliefs and like, um, my magnetism, right? So I started to do that. And then I also started to look at, um, take aligned action, that was purpose driven. So not just aligned with my purpose and the purpose of my work, but also aligned with um, each thing I was doing had a purpose, right? And this is a thing I see a lot with heart center entrepreneurs is like we, we pull our audience and we see what people want and we start offering all these different things. And it's like a mishmash of, yeah, it's all yoga, but it's, it's not like, focused, right? 
It doesn't lead your clients down a progression of experience. And this is one thing I did really, I did really learn in yoga as well. Um, so back in the day, you know, a lot of you guys were practicing maybe way back when I was, but way back in the day with yoga classes, when public yoga classes were really just starting to get big, we had like level one, two classes. You had level two, three classes. And then sometimes you had level three classes. Okay. You had to be invited to level three. Like it was invitation only. And level one, two classes were explicitly designed to prepare people to be able to take level two, three classes, right? So like in the level one, two, you'd work on Crow and maybe like Ashtavakrasana, maybe some other, um, maybe Ekapadakunyasana. I'm, I'm throwing out all these fancy yoga names, but you would work on some of these yoga poses that would prepare people for some of the bigger poses that we'd be doing in level two, three like working on handstands, working on, you know, bigger back bends, you know, all those things. But it was very explicit in terms of like, you invited people to a three, level three class. <laughs> uh, a teacher would come up to you or you come up to your student and like in your, your level one, two, you say, you would say, hey, you should come try the two, level two, three on Sundays. You would invite them in and up, right? You were explicitly preparing them for the next stage. I think what's been lost over the last few years in a lot of online business and especially with like yoga teachers and breathwork teachers is like this idea of progression, right? So when we design our heart-centered business, we want to think of the audience journey or your client journey and like where you're taking people into those more advanced stages, so to speak, right? The deeper work is really what I mean. How do you prepare them, right? So that was one thing I really started to get clear on. So when we start to get clear on that, it gets a little bit more, um, you don't feel all over the place. You feel more focused. You don't feel so overwhelmed. You feel like you're on purpose, right? And so when we start to really shine in our, our authenticity, those choices get to be more clear. Mm -hmm. Yay, good morning. So I wanted to talk to you about, for you and your energy, right, um, how your energy really does impact your soul business and some of the ways in which it does. And, um, and maybe they, these will sound super familiar to you, maybe they won't. And I'm just going to look in the comments here really quick. Because I'm getting, that's the only thing about Ecamm Live. I'm, I'm streaming here in an app that gives me a better audio and video. But, but yeah. Alright. Take a sip of tea. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to talk about how your energy impacts your heart-centered business. And maybe this will now start to like just make a little bit more sense. These are some of the steps I took and some of the realizations I had. Because again, I can give you all the strategies and in my course that, we're, that we have coming up we call Magnetic, like we do all these energy pieces and you get all the strategies too because you need strategy. But like, again, like I was saying, if, if, all, if it was just strategy, like everybody would be making, you know, 20, 30, 40K months and, and things wouldn't, you wouldn't maybe be here right now having this conversation with me, right? Um, so 
number one, in terms of how your energy impacts your heart-centered business, is it's how you connect and you resonate to your soulmate clients and your soulmate audience, right? So your energy is how people connect with you. So when we talk about your energy, there's like your energy body, right? We, we talk about your auric field. We also talk about your embodied energy. So even like beyond the aura, like your chakra system and like really how like deeply in your power, especially Manipura, that third, that third um, chakra, um, really being in your power, being in your energy. Yes, I got a heart. Thank you. Um, that is kind of the heart of a lot of it, right? Really like, like, can you sit in the seat of your power and take action from that place? And then we also do auric work, right? So clearing your aura, so you're not holding these old stories in your auric field, but you're also clearing that energy out. So like, especially if you have limiting beliefs or old stories or old energetic patterns that you're looking to clear, it's important to clear your auric field for sure. I mean, think of it like this. You can think of it like brushing your teeth, right? So um, in like the Kundalini tradition, for example, they talk a lot about like projecting your energy out, right? Like you have your um, different energy bodies and there's this idea of like when we move into a room, your energy leads away, right? When we're on video here, your energy leads away, right? And so really being clear in your energy is like energetic training and it's also kind of these clearing practices, right? So we need both of those when we're working with our energy so that when you enter into a space where you enter into a room, it's like, oh yeah, that's like that clear energy, your power is present, your aura is like vibrant. Like I think of it like fluffy, having a fluffy aura. <laughs> it's just like, it's just, it's alive and awake and it's a beautiful thing to see. So if you've ever been in a room or in a space and someone walks in and everything shifts and turns, everyone turns to look, that's energy, okay? So you felt it before <laughs> and you've got it too, right? So magnetism, that's magnetism when you're you're so clean and powerful and like in your energy that when you walk into a room, it changes the, the vibe. Now you can change the vibe in a way that like people don't like as well. But we're 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 working towards like the the awesome presence, right? For sure. Um, so it impacts like how people interact with you and interact with your energy. Welcome. So if you're here with us live, don't forget to hop pop us an emoji or a comment. And um, I, if I can't answer them now, I will answer them um, after our live here. And. Your energy, number two, it impacts your messaging, right? And how subconsciously what you say and the way you present your heart-centered business, how that interacts and resonates with your soulmate clients. So everyone's working on this subconscious level, right? So the subconscious is meeting the, the, the messaging as well as like our conscious energy. And so this is why it's so important to think about the energy that you're putting out there because it's you, that's how people are meeting you first often, right? Like, have you ever like been on someone's website or, you know, just interacted with somebody online? You're like, I don't know what it is, but like, they're just like something about them just like harmonizes with me or you want to follow them or like read all their stuff or like 
there's just something about them and their work that really touches you in some way. That's magnetism too, right? That's the energy of the subconscious meeting the energy of, of what they're projecting. And there's a resonance there. Resonance, you can't, um, you can't like fake it. <laughs> you can't fake resonance. Like when people are like in it and they're in the vibe and they're like resonating with you, like there's no faking that, right? It's real. It's authentic. It's true. Cause it's energetic. Right. And it's kind of beyond the conscious mind. It's this subconscious energetic conversation that's happening. So it's super cool. Um, number three, your energy oh, emoji. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Um, number three, your energy also affects like who you're attracting, just straight up, like what people you're attracting into your work, right? So one thing I like to talk about um, is when you're, yeah, attracting those soulmate clients, right? When you're attracting those people into your work, um, there's been a few times where I've had people come to like of retreats, for example, that weren't like the ideal soulmate client for that experience. And what I realized after a time, after this happened a couple times, I was like, okay, I need to look at my messaging a little bit differently. I need to look at the way I'm presenting this. I need to look at the energy I'm putting into this and like what kind of container I'm creating, what kind of boundary I'm creating as well, right? Because when I do that, when I get really clear on that, I'm attracting the right people, right? So once I got clear on my energy and started doing this energy work super um, with more intention, <laughs> with more intention towards service and like really attracting my soulmate clients, then I started attracting people that were a right fit for what was being presented, right? So um, that's another way that your energy has an effect on your soul business, right? By attracting the right people. Um, I also wanted to mention that your energy also has a effect on your relationship to money and um, really working with money in your heart-centered business. Now, if you are, are, are a spiritual entrepreneur <laughs> and um, this is a conversation I have all the time with like my yoga teacher clients, with one of my clients who is a, you know, like literally like a, you know, meditation, spiritual teacher, there is often a lack of emotional relationship to working with money that can be healthy, right? And so your energy has an effect on what capacity you have for holding space for abundance, like straight up, you know, uh, you know, in acupuncture school, I remember people like just not wanting to get paid because they just want to be in service, which is great when you're like 23 and you're like, you know, just graduating from grad school and like you just want to be of service. But like when you're trying to have like a life in the world <laughs> as a householder, there's an energetic exchange, right? And so being comfortable with that is is your energy, right? It's mindset, but it's energy work, right? And really being able to increase your capacity for expansion has an effect on having increasing your capacity for abundance, like financial abundance as well. So I just want to put that out there. If that's you, if you have a money story that needs some help, <laughs> let us know. <laughs>
<laughs> I think most people who are heart-centered entrepreneurs and are doing work that is of the heart and that is heart-centered at some point have to do a wraparound here and have this conversation about money with themselves and really kind of look at their money stories and look at like the limiting beliefs that they have around money because they're really common and we pick them up from the culture and we pick them up from like weird places like just like even the town where you grew up probably has its own money stories you know um like i had a client who like in the town that she grew up in she could they her family couldn't have a nice car because it was like why did they have so much money? They're suspicious. Like people are suspicious of them if they had nice things, right? Because it was a very, um, the town was definitely like, didn't have a lot of work opportunities, right? And so it was very like, it made them kind of like suspicious if they showed too much money, you know? And so she had to really work around some of those limiting beliefs and ideas about like money being, making you a target or money making you, um, meaning you are doing something like, you know, below the line of integrity, you know, like there's a lot of stories that we pick up that we don't even realize that we pick up until we start doing some of this work. So, um, it's another way that your energy has an impact on your heart centered business. Cause if you don't have clarity in your money story, it's really hard to have conversations with, with clients about exchange of energy, right. Of, you know, having them hire you. And also your energy Welcome if you're just hopping in. Your energy has an effect on um, how, like your capacity for growth, okay? So if you're always in overwhelm, if you're always in the struggle, if you're always like in the chaos of like, oh, I just gotta get through the day, it's really hard to have the energetic capacity for growth and expansion so that you can hit that next level because you are already so overworked overwhelmed over whatever, right? That you're just trying to get by. And being in the get by place is not gonna be the space for you to get into the energy of expansion and really to get your soul business and your heart-centered business to the next level. So if you're in that place, there's a couple of things. You can either look at, <laughs> am I creating overwhelm for myself? <laughs> Which is often the case. Some people think they thrive in chaos, but they don't, right? The energy of chaos is not a sense of thriving. It's a sense of being in adrenaline and like maybe there's a high associated with it, but there's other ways to feel that energy of excitement besides just being in chaos. Just saying, <laughs> if that's you, if you grew up in chaos or if you're used to being in chaos and overwhelmed and that's your norm, that's just something to look at. Like there are other ways to get energy by doing energetic practices so you don't have to rely on, rely on chaotic situations or drama to give you energy. Okay. Just a heads up. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to mention that. So what you're energetically available for in your soul business is a directly related to you and your energy and your magnetism, your ability to fill your cup, your ability to sit in your power. Right. And um, another one I have here down, I'm like, oh, I've got another one. Um, you're, okay, so the last way I'll talk about today, I mean, there's so many ways, but your ability to stay consistent and to stay in your soul business for the long haul 
right, to stay consistent, to like see things through, to finish things, to complete things, to follow up with people, to not drop all the balls all the time. That is a direct, directly related to your energetic capacity, right, in your own life and in your, your mindset, in your emotional energy and your ability to stay present and focused. So your energy obviously has a really big impact in your heart-centered business. It has a really big, big impact in like how people resonate with your business. It has a really big impact in how people uh, like inter interrelate with your heart-centered business, right? Uh, your energy has a big impact on what kind of people are getting drawn into your work and what kind of energetic exchange, what kind of financial abundance you're available for energetically, right? So there's so many different layers to this. And so when we start to really work with our energy, we can then also work with aligned strategies and know that we're taking care of the subconscious piece, the mindset piece, the, the subconscious conversation that's happening in the energy field. We're taking care of all that so that when we take those steps in our soul business, they are aligned energetically and they're not like you're not like saying one thing with you know an action that you're taking but then energetically saying something else which is what i see all the time i have a friend who you know just launched a big website and you know i go on there and it's just chaotic and so the thing is with um with confusion in our soul clients when they're energetically confused when people come into our ecosystem, our, our soul business ecosystem, and they're confused by the energy or like what's happening, they're just going to click away, right? So the clearer you are with yourself, the clearer you are with your energy, the clearer people are that you're a yes for them. Yeah? That looks so good. So all the strategies and all the steps in the world, they don't help us if we're not like clear on our energy and clear on like what we're offering. And so some steps, I want to give you guys some steps that you can take um, in your soul business, in your life right now, so that you can be magnetic, so that you can attract those people that you're looking to attract. If you have any questions also while we're here live, you're welcome to pop them in the chat and I'll see if I can, um, if I can get to them as well. Okay. Steps you can take. Um, so obviously in magnetic, which I'll, you guys will be hearing about more um, later, which is my soul business accelerator for heart centered entrepreneurs, which is coming soon. We have um, a founding experience for that coming up that you'll be hearing about. So um, I can't wait to, to share more about that with you. But um, magnetic is it's sort of like my baby that I've been putting together over the last couple of years. So I'm really excited to share more about that later, but, um, here are some steps that you can take right now. One is, um, connecting to your energy and really building your energy. So when we build our energy, this means, um, it's, it's your body, right? So, taking care of the body, making sure that you're getting, you know, all the things you need nutritionally, water, sleep, workouts, right? But also 
being in your body, right? And really stepping into to your power. So there's a meditation that I always love to give people. That's a breathwork meditation from Kundalini, Ego Eradicator, and you probably know this one. And I will um, make sure I post a link again for that video um, here in the group later. And people are like, oh yeah, Ego Eradicator, but if you did Ego Eradicator every day for one to two minutes every morning, and then took action in your work, and then thought about your soulmate clients and like who you're attracting in, if you did that, it not only clears your aura, but it also builds your prana, builds your energy, like so much would change. Like you would actually be flabbergasted by how much would change just from that. Because dropping the, the you know, the why me story, and instead, you know, ego, ego eradicators, when, when we have our arms up overhead and you're, right, we're, we're doing breath of fire. Um, when we do something like that, instead of sitting in the why me, it's empowering, right? It clears blocks, it clears your auric field, and it builds prana, right? So it's really a great, a great practice to, to start with if you're, um, if you're looking to really start to train your energy, right, and be magnetic, right? That's, after doing that practice, it's like, yeah, like you just start to strut <laughs> a little bit more. Um, so that's number one. Number two, um, I call this like scanning for blocks, and we do this in magnetic. It's like a three-step. There's three main places where we get energetic blocks in terms of the energy body. So the one's like the third eye center, um, one's the heart center, and one's like the navel center or manipra, that power center. And doing a scan, you know, sitting in meditation, doing an energetic scan and seeing where you might have blocks. And then we do, you know, a breathwork practice and meditation practice and affirmations for those. So if you have a block in a certain place, um, it's a, you know, you can take care of that so that you can start to free up the energy. Another great um, practice as well is um, doing um, EFT tapping. So if you're not um, familiar with, with tapping, it's a really powerful practice for clearing energy. You're tapping on acupuncture points, on meridians, and clearing energetic blocks. And so some of you might know this. I'm an acupuncturist <laughs> and herbalist as well. And maybe we'll do an EFT um, like session here. It'll be really, maybe we'll do that like next week. Um, it's really powerful. It's something that you can do every day. Um, and the thing about EFT too is that, so with Chinese medicine, we have channels and that are, you know, energetic channels, right? We call them meridians and they have external pathways where like I can tap, say on my outer hand, or I can, I can, um, you know, press, you know, large intestine four, you know, um, on my hand. And that's almost like an external part of the channel. I can access it from the skin. And then channels also have, they go internal. They go into the organ systems as well. And then they come, usually come back up to the surface at some point too. So EFT tapping, that kind of work, you're, you're doing some really deep work with it. And you're clearing energetic flow, right, in the channels. So um, it's really powerful. It's a great way to get a, a reset for yourself. And then um, the third thing that you can do in terms of, you know, your energy and creating magnetism for you and your soulmate clients, right? So that people, when they land in your world, they're like, she, they're like a, a yes. They're like, hell's yes. I, whatever she's doing, I want to pay, I want to pay for <laughs> Right? So for example, like my coach, 
one of my coaches, like, I landed in, in some sort of training of hers. I'm like, I don't care what she's selling me right now. I'm just like buying all the things. Like, can I get, just get the, can I get the mastermind where I get all the courses? Like, I just wanted it all. Like, I was really clear because I knew, like, she was speaking my, all my love languages, you know? And so when your branding is energetically aligned with you, when it's soul aligned and energy aligned, when people see your stuff, they're like, yes, right? That's for me. If they are right fit for it, right? And it's not going to be for everybody, which is actually what you want. Because you want people who are like the yes people, right? You don't want the no's <laughs> or even the maybes because sometimes those are the people that um, end up kind of dropping off anyway, right? So translating your energy, starting to think about translating your energy into your, the externals is what I like to call it. So what do I mean? Like your business externals are like the ways in which the public interfaces with your soul business, with your heart-centered business. So like your visual brand, like your colors, your fonts, um, the images that you use, the colors that you use, the vibe of the images, the vibe of the text that you're, you're, you're typing out, right? Um, all of those pieces, the way your website is designed, right? Now, all these things you think they're not that important. And to some extent, like having a fancy website isn't what I mean. But what I do mean is having it be a reflection of the energy of the work that you're doing and have it be a reflection of the transformation that you create for people. So you want that to be energetically aligned. I can't tell you how many times I land on people's websites <laughs> that they're like, you know, we're, we're talking about coaching together. And there is such a mismatch between the transformation and their energy and like the intimacy and the sweetness and the connection and the vibe and then what their website looks like. And their website looks like a corporate site, right? And then here they are doing this really intimate work where they're connecting with people and there's like, you know, storytelling and, and sharing circles and like, right? Like that is not a corporate energy, right? But then you land on the site and you're like, whoa, like the colors are like, you know, this could be Oracle, you know, or Google, right? So energetically aligning ourselves in the way that people interface with our work. And it doesn't have to be a big overhaul. You just want to start by like when you type out your caption in your Instagram post, like, does this sound like me? Does this, am I helping people feel the way that I want them to feel when they're in my brand? Like what kind of vibe do I want to say, have them feel, you know? So you can go from saying something really simply to using your common speech. And so if this is something new to you, like writing captions that sound like you, a great way to start doing this is to use your voice memo in your phone. Like most people have a, a voice memo function and, and just um, speak out into your voice memo what you want to say. And then you can play it back for yourself and type it out. Or you can even, like in Google Docs, I know they have that voice translate where you can just open a Google Doc and then just talk and it will like type it out for you. And there's some, you know, corrections you'll have to make, but needless to say, speak and then type it what you said, right? 
and pretend like you have a friend in front of you and start to really infuse the energy of like of what you want that experience to be like for people into the way you communicate with them into your emails if you're newer to a heart-centered business if you're just starting out um, that's awesome too you can start to think about how do I want people to feel when they're in my heart-centered business like what like they're entering okay here's a way to think of it too you have a shop and you're selling something like I'm thinking of this really cute sort of bohemian shop in Nosara Costa Rica that I love okay and when people walk into that shop they feel a certain way right there's like um, all the clothing racks are made of driftwood like they're not made of this kind of dowelly wood but they have like macrame and but they're driftwood and like even the clothing racks are driftwood and you walk in and it's like beachy vibes and all the colors are like beach colors like sand and ocean and whites and creams and there's an energy to that like you feel like you're in the beach you feel relaxed you feel like flowy right you feel like there's a sense of creativity and in um, a sense of spaciousness like there's a lot of white walls white space and so when people enter your shop <laughs> of your of your business, like your Instagram feed or your website, like how do you want people to feel when they enter? Do you want them to feel like all flowy and like, yeah, like this is amazing? Or do you want it to be really something different, right? So you get to decide because you want that to align with your energy and like what you have to offer and someone who's training people in say like olympic lifting right for like a crossfit right kind of thing they the vibe of their site is not going to be like noasara beach vibes right it's going to be like power lifting like let's do this right it's like you got this i got you let's do it right and the vibe is very different so um, that's a thing, something to think about is infusing your energy and like how you want people to feel and the transformation that you create right into your your soul business ecosystem um, magnetic it's a again soul business accelerator for heart-centered leaders and we start um, March I think 22nd so it's gonna take you through your branding your energy work you're um, creating that client, soul client journey and really creating like that offer, that that signature course or program or whatever it happens to be for you, uh, taking you through that and then really kind of setting up that first launch of getting people in there. So we're taking you through the, thought, through the whole journey. Just drop me a me in the comments if you want that special link. I'll be talking a little bit more about it over the next couple weeks, but I just want to let you know, awesome, yay! I'll definitely send that over your way. Um, I'm just so excited about it. It's like one of those, you know, you have these passion projects where, um, well, my coach, talking about her again, <laughs> she's like, Emily, you have to just do this now because I was so excited every time I was talking about it. And um, you just know things have to come into being when you can't stop talking about it. And so I'm like, okay, we're just going to do it. I was going to do it this summer, but instead we're doing it now. And 
this is just sort of like all the work I've done over the years of weaving together energetics with soul aligned strategy that works, right? Not doing all the stuff that's like just busy work. Like I see so much coaching out there around creating businesses where like how-to content doesn't sell slots in your courses, right? Necessarily, right? Um, and so there's a way to speak to your soulmate clients that resonates, right? That creates this connection where people are like, yes, that's me, right? And so we talk about all that in Magnetic and um, really starting to identify like who we're here for, who our energy is for, and starting to to build that that soulmate community, right? A soulmate client community, which I love so much because we heal in community, we grow in community. And that's why this Rock Your Purpose group has been so important to me over the years. It's just, you know, we all grow, everybody in here grows so quickly when they show up, right? And they, um, when they're in this container of, of growth, right? So, um, I'm here for you. <laughs> drop me a comment too if you have any questions. Drop me a me in the comments if you want that special link to the early bird when it's ready. This is like what I love to do, weaving the energetics and the empowerment and um, like the real life experience in energetics. You know, I've been doing this work. I've been meditating since 94. I've been trained in acupuncture trained medicine since 2000. So um, I've been doing this work for a while and I haven't really felt sense and lived experience of it. Like I haven't just taken a course and then teaching it now, right? It's all just from my own personal experience and then the weaving together with that and like what I've seen work for other people in their lives as I've coached so many, so many people and trained so many people. So this is all lived experience as opposed to like taking someone's course and now teaching it. So um, glad to be here with you. If you have any questions about any of this, again, drop me a comment, send me an, uh, a message in Facebook. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad to share this episode with you. And again, Magnetic is for you. If you are a heart-centered entrepreneur, if you are um, someone who is ready to take your business from best kept secret to sold out, if you're ready to become that magnetic luminary, if you're ready to weave your energetic magnetism into all aspects of your work and take yourself through some soul aligned, purpose designed strategies that will actually create momentum in your soul business, then magnetic, it's for you, right? So just go to emilyperry.com slash magnetic early bird to claim your spot with those early bird rates. And, you know, again, if it was just strategy that we needed, then you know, none of us would be having these conversations, right? We wouldn't be having these conversations about creating acceleration or momentum in our business because it's more than just strategy. It's mindset, it's energetics, and it's so much more. Claim your spot. Join us, emilyperry.com slash magnetic early bird. And until next time, take care, be well, keep rocking your purpose, and I'll see you in magnetic. Ciao for now.